So we wear our masks. We stay at least six feet apart. We wash our hands. We do all these things. A number of folks getting back to work, going back into offices and stores and things. It's this double-edged sword of being in public and putting yourself vulnerable no matter how careful you are. So I totally understand my wife as a self-employed and she hasn't been able to work. I get very much and I totally understand the, the strains that the, the community is going through about not being at work. But I do think that what we're doing is actually helping the community at large by being able to say, look, we're all taking a little bit of a sacrifice here to make sure that we're trying to keep North Carolinians across the state as healthy as possible and make sure that we don't max out the usage of supplies. That could be the most detrimental thing in the long run. So we do see the benefit, I believe, of this flattening of the curve because of the physical distancing that we're doing and then wearing the masks when we're out. And I'm telling all my patients that, and I'm practicing that whenever I'm at home. I'm I'm wearing a mask if me and my wife go out for a walk, even though it's just me and her and our child. We're still staying six feet apart. I'm actually doing that at home. I'm kind of staying in one area of the house compared to my wife and my child just because I'm working with patients on a daily basis and I want to make sure I'm doing everything to protect my family the same way I would tell my patients to protect theirs. So your sacrifice is not only attending to COVID-19 patients, putting yourself at risk, but having to socially distance from your wife and child. It's just extraordinary. Yeah. It's definitely something that um, <laughs> there was no chapter on this <laughs> in medical school. <laughs> you didn't open a textbook and say, this is how you're going to handle uh, a pandemic. I think it's something we're all working together and we're all learning about. One of the things that I think has been a pretty amazing aspect of what we have here is that we've really got a lot of support from the healthcare system in terms of making sure that we're um, both physically taking care of ourselves and emotionally taking care of ourselves. Our team that we have here, and I could speak very highly of at the Respiratory Diagnostic Center, when we started putting this together, we weren't a team that worked together in one clinic. This is a group of individuals who came from all different areas in the healthcare system and have bonded together to be this family that's been working really hard and we're looking out for each other and taking care of each other. And and I think that what we're seeing from our community has been super uplifting. The fact that community members are reaching out to us to um, allow them to bring us donations of whether it's supplies such as masks, gloves, gowns, or doing things like Feed the Fight has been an organization here in Chapel Hill who's been working so hard to get donations to do food deliveries for healthcare workers and support local restaurants. When you see those things come together, it just makes you realize how lucky we are to be helping in this. It seems the way this is going, we're all going to know somebody who got this or died from it. I think that what you mentioned is very, very true. When we were very early on in this process, I unfortunately had one of my fraternity brothers in college. His mom passed away from this in in South Africa, and um, it was... It was at that moment where I realized that this is something that I think we will all walk away many years down the line looking back and thinking about how so many individuals were impacted by this across the the world. It's something that we will all share in. I think this is something that we will all grow together in. And I think the best of us is going to come out and we're going to look to help our community as much as we can. That's the thing. This is the one thing that I think galvanizes us as a world, as human beings. The virus doesn't care about color, religion, sexual orientation, gender identity, political party affiliations. It's universal. We're all in it. Yeah. And it's so true. In in the medical community, sometimes it's hard to get together to work on creating a vaccine or working on treatments. This is 
the, the most open I've ever seen medical literature be. And people are just really, really trying to push to put new ideas out there to get into the hands of others that are going through this so that they have a playbook that they can run off of to say, here are some of the things that are working well. Here are the things that we went through. And here are the things that we think that we can do next. And they're sharing them openly with the community. When we, when we first started our diagnostic center, we basically had a, a, what we call a manuscript in the academic world that we put forward for a publication to just say, if you're thinking about doing this, here you go. Here's how we did it. Here's how we set it up. Here's who's staffing it. This is the amount of PPE that you need per person. And we put it out there as fast as we could so we could help others. It was really, uh, it's been a, a humbling experience to see how much everyone is trying to help each other. From your point of view, how would you rate North Carolina and our efforts to flatten that curve? I am so proud of our governor. I am so proud of Mandy Cohen. Um, I think as a state, we are responding very, very well. I, I cannot thank people enough for listening to these orders of trying to social or physical distance as much as possible and stay at home whenever it's not directed. A good A on our grade. I think we're doing a really good job of making sure that everyone is staying safe. And if you do need care, that's what we're here for. We want people to not be afraid to come and get care because I also think that that's another barrier at times. We want people who who think that they need care to be here, and we're going to do our absolute best to give you the the best possible care that we can. You know, after 9-11, we certainly honored our firefighters that we had kind of taken for granted and elevated them. I think that's what's happening here is we're taking our health care workers that we previously may have taken for granted and now have elevated you all to that status. Thank you so much for your sacrifices. Yeah, well, thank you for that. And I, I mean, thank you for everyone in the community. And if there's anything that we can do for each other, it's just to be kind with each other, be patient with each other, support our local businesses. And, and let's just kind of get through this together as we're all learning. And, and um, I appreciate very much everyone having patience with uh, us in the medical community as we're giving out what seems to be new guidelines pretty frequently, because we're learning as well. And I think this is one of those times where everybody is working together to learn and to just be adaptive and nimble. So thank you for that.